Good evening and welcome to our poor friends. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host, my partner, my partner in crime. That's right. Nicole. Hello, friend. Hello. <laughs> so today we are reviewing the masterpiece, the amazing Titanic. 25th anniversary. The, it is the 25th anniversary of Titanic, the movie, James Cameron's like hit movie, Titanic. So that is what we are discussing today. But Nicole, being in charge of would you rather questions. I have some real, I have some killer would you rather questions. Sweet. Okay. I, th- I feel really confident about these. So hopefully like people don't listen to it and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I feel really great about them because yeah. I tried to stay within theme of like wealth and death yes and like those things right okay. and swimming no. no okay well in all fairness I mean, there wasn't no, a lot of swimming it. yeah no there was a lot of floating <laughs> and some sinking not so much like not actual so hardcore much. swimming right i i should probably not speak so flippantly <laughs> flippantly about the dead about, yeah. so. yes we might have to, whoops we might have to edit that part I out mean, but but yeah. yes okay <laughs> no swimming are you ready i am i'm so excited for okay this. okay would you rather be worn into a very wealthy but shitty family Ooh. or a very poor but loving family? <laughs> Knowing that it's the luck of the fucking draw, quite honestly, and it's a crapshoot with your family either way. You don't get to choose your family. This is going to make me sound terrible. No, girl, because I think I'm going to probably answer the same way you are. Yeah, and the money. Yes. Because after, I can make my own family. Yeah, that's right. And after 18 years, I'm done. Right. And then I have the rest of my life to spend as a rich bitch. Right. But And because generational wealth, like we all know this now, right? Generational wealth sets you up forever. for success. Yes. So even if your daddy won't give you your windfall of money your trust fund yeah you already know how to play the game of being wealthy you were fucking raised in it that's right and you know people in yes. you know networking you, probably went, you, to an Ivy League you went to a school yes exactly and let's be honest like I, now i wouldn't want to be in a family like where i'm beaten or anything oh God, like no. that right no, no, no. But, like when i say shitty i just mean like like a shitty family like you just kind of have loose morals and you just kind of like to shit on people all or, the time and i don't get like praise or whatever right but, but like, I, I feel no, like not physical abuse right i feel <laughs> like i could work the system oh yeah well you learn how to right exactly we watch it today that's right yes and i mean i didn't grow up with any money but i also didn't grow up with a I mean, <laughs> like, how do I say this and not sound horrible? Like, obviously, my parents love me, and I yes. love my parents, and there's things, yes. right? But we've talked about, like, you break generational yes. trauma and all that. Like, so it doesn't matter. The money just makes the trauma easier to swallow. <laughs> I, I feel that way, too. I feel yeah. like I could deal with real trauma. Yeah. And you and I have talked about I can pay for I that had, I had no, like, real trauma right. or anything, no. right? Yes. But I, I could definitely deal with trauma right a, it's a lot easier to deal with that when i'm living in an expensive house right and i'm driving <laughs> and my like, like <laughs> jaguar yes, exactly yeah, i think yes. i can do that so. okay so yeah we were the same way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shocking shocking <laughs> yeah would you rather live a long life in poverty or a short life in wealth oh and again they could be two years apart there, there's no age frame here i'm not saying you only get to be 25 but you're fucking wealthy the whole time like you could live to 78 wealthy and live to 82 poor. So obviously I would pick 78 and wealthy versus uh-huh. 82 poor. Uh-huh. But yeah. let's say it's like 40 versus 80. Yes. Give me the 40. 
I don't know. I can do a lot of hard living in 40 years on good money. I could too, but uh, like I'm thinking I'm 45 now. I know. And I, I certainly did not come from wealth. I came At from all. a middle class family, so I recognize the privilege yeah. that I and grew see, up with came for lower sure. middle class. So yeah. I, again, I, I recognize, yeah. but, um, and I, I have not experienced the poverty that I know is in like, the Southern United States right. where like y- you just, you can't break out of that. I yeah. have never experienced that. So yeah. I, I probably am, but at least from my perspective, like by the time I turn 18, I can make my own money. That, right. I, I, that's I did. I made yeah. my own money. Right. Yeah. And so at that point, like the idea of spending more time with the life that I chose. True. <sighs> true. I yeah. would have a hard time. That's so, true. So I, I would like to believe I would pick a long life And poor. all those people that are like, money can't buy you happiness. Oh, Can I go try? fuck yourself. Can I try? Go fuck yourself. Because I will wear my elbow out scanning a goddamn debit card. <laughs> like, let me let me try. Well, and I mean, I know you've been, I know I've been there before where like I was working two, three jobs oh, or whatever. Yeah. As a 16-year-old. The stress yeah. that you have yes. from not having money by far can yes. cause unhappiness. Uh-huh. So take your money doesn't buy happiness and go shove it up your ass. Yeah. Yeah, because why doesn't it buy you happiness? That's exactly right. Because if you, who 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 said that? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> like, they're stupid. We need to have a exactly, conversation. Exactly. <laughs> yes, because clearly you don't have real problems. That's right. And I'm sorry, but traveling makes me happy. Yes. Driving nice cars make me happy. Exactly. Karen, Not having to worry about how I'm buying groceries makes me happy. Being able to yes, yeah. help out my friends and yes. buy whatever I want that all makes yeah. me happy. Hello. Yeah. You're you're r- ridiculous if yes. you're trying to say no. Yes. Okay. Would you rather okay. prevent the Titanic sinking in 1912 okay. or the stock market from crashing in 1929? Uh, so <laughs> have you seen the movie? Oh, shit. I love this. I watch it all the time. The Big Short. Have you seen the movie uh-uh. The Big Short? So there's a line that Brad Pitt says in it, and it's like for every like dollar the stocks drop 10,000 people die or something crazy like that mm. because it'd be easy to say the titanic because people actually died like right. the stock market it was bad right but did people really die but they didn't kill themselves because they lost all their money exactly yeah but at the end of the day like that's so to your point yeah and that was 10 years yes and poverty does kill yes. people we know that yes. they don't go to doctors they don't get health yes. care they don't get when you you're know standing in line for a soup kitchen that's right they yeah. freeze to death they yes. get heat stroke like you lose their homes they, they lose yeah. their homes they become homeless like people fucking die when they're mm-hmm. poor mm-hmm. so i probably would say the stock market crash yeah with that said i've heard that like a lot of the recessions that we've she's chewing betty don't chew on that She's like, hey, I thought you were busy, bitch. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> She's like, why are you talking to me? I'm over here just chewing on it. Just chewing. <laughs> and I was just chewing a little bit. Uh-huh. She was very gently with those front teeth. I know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how she does it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'd probably pick. I know. I kind of thought about that too. Like, as horrific as the Titanic was, as horrific as the Lusitania was, like all of that, right? Yes. 10 years of our economic instability in this country fucked people up yeah for generations yeah and it took the world war ii right yes to help bring a boom back into this country yep and so oh like yeah i agree the only thing that i will say um is you know in all fairness economies go up they go down yes. so i get the idea there that like but to your point like it was so bad for so, bad. so many people and i feel like in some ways our government 
didn't learn those lessons. Oh, no. Because we keep doing the same bullshit to throw us into recessions. Like, not to go off on that whole tangent, but like. (laughs) I know. You know, but it was so bad. I think I would have chosen 19. The stock market crashed too. I know. Yeah. Even though, again, I feel bad because I'm like, real people died on the Titanic. But people, I'm, they died. People died died from, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, last one. Okay. Would you rather know the date of your death? Or the cause of your death. Oh, God. <laughs> if it's not this dog. So to yeah. all of our listeners, I have a new dog. We have a new family member. We have a new family member. Her name is Betty White. <laughs> um, and she is a very busy animal. She's just curious. She's very curious. 10-month-old. Yes. Large, big girl. Yes. She's just big. Uh, I would rather... So here's my problem. Yeah. I want to know the date of my death. But I'm really thankful I can't know the date of my death. Do you Why? know what I'm saying? Because I know that if I did, I would just freak out. I'd have anxiety until it happened. You'd be like, one more day. Yeah. This is another day gone and I didn't get anything. Yes. Well, I'd be like, I'm quitting my job. Fuck yeah, I'd be I, quitting I my mean, job. I don't care if Even my date is at 82. Yes. <laughs> like, it's I, time to retire. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I only got so much time to live. Fuck you all. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Like, Even though we should know that. And, and everybody says, right? You should live your life as if every day is your last. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. I'm trying to put fucking food on the table. That's right. Nobody's got time to live their life as if tomorrow is not going to come because mm-hmm. that's not how we as humans live our lives. So I guess probably the way I die, and the only reason why I say that is because then if I wanted, if it was really painful. You could prepare. I could prepare. Mm-hmm. Or I, I could even like kill myself before it happened. Yes. Or if... If it's going to be like a prolonged illness yeah. or something like that, like I can prepare the people that love yeah. me. Like this is how we're going to handle this. Yes. And this is going to suck and we're all going to be on this ride together, but we know. Okay. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I would really hate, I can't imagine being on the Titanic and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to die. And having to say goodbye to your husband. Yes. And get in the lifeboat with your children. So we're going to talk about this. Yes. We're going to talk about this. Yes. Okay. So Titanic, 25 years ago. Um, it was at the time, and I think it's pretty close to, uh, $200 million. It cost more than building the Titanic itself. So I knew that it was a lot of money. Like that's why it was such a huge deal. The cost to construct the the ship in 1910, when it started getting Mm -hmm. built was Mm -hmm. 1.5 million pounds, which is the equivalent of of about seven and a half million dollars now. Wow. Wow. No, seven and a half million dollars at the time, and about one hundred twenty to one hundred fifty million dollars now. Now, at two hundred million dollars, that was more expensive. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but it was one of the longest running movies in the theater due to the long theatrical run of the movie. Paramount P- Pictures had to send out replacement reels to theaters that had literally worn out their copies. No shit. And it was crazy. So one of the things that they talked about, which I found, oh shit, she's oh shit, oh shit. Is she under your cord? No, she's yeah, she's gonna unplug me. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay we're under control. <clears throat> um, one of the things that they talked about on here was that um, it was still in theaters when the VHS came out. And yeah, nowadays, I saw it twice in the theater. Did you? When it first I, came out, I saw it twice, and so then I, I haven't seen it again until now. I saw it once, but I yeah. didn't see it twice. Um, but it was interesting because, like, and it's different now. Kids, yeah. kids today don't realize this, but in, back in the day, like, you had to wait six months. Yes. Like, it would be out in the theater, yes. and then you waited months and months and months for it to finally and come out on VHS. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't... I'm. Could be making this up, but I feel like it would come out at Blockbuster before you could maybe buy the VHS. Mm-hmm. 
So then you were still just renting you it. You could rent it. Before you could actually buy it. Yes. Okay. And at three hours and 17 minutes, Something like that, yeah. It was so long. Did you ever own the VHS? No. It came in two tapes. Okay, so I own Gone with the Wind, and yeah. it's four VHS tapes. That's insane. Yeah. Well, and I was trying to think, God, going back, like, sitting in the theater yeah. for three and a half hours to watch this movie? Hell no. Yeah. Um, they said that the actual portion of the film not including the present day scenes yes was exactly the length of time it took for the titanic to sink the two hours or whatever it is yep really i thought that was crazy i mean Um, let's give james cameron credit where it's due because you always hear the rumors right that he's like a giant douchebag he's kind of a jackass whatever same thing when um what's the movie with the avatar avatar like he you know but the man is good at what he does. So he, and he puts a lot of detail and thought into those for, kind of sure. things. Yep. And to your point, so he really got the executives to approve the movie based on just a summary that he wrote. So the wow. and he so James it was one of it was interesting because he was actually the one that wrote the story, directed it, produced it, everything. In fact, um, I wanna say uh I don't have it in here. I thought I had a thing on it, but it was something like it was one of the few films where the customer or the customer (laughs) where the director like wrote it, produced it, directed it, like he did everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he got Kate Winslet to join the cast and um, the the production company to approve the movie based on like just a summary. He hadn't written it. I thought that was crazy. That is crazy. Um, it was the highest grossing bo- film in box office history with a worldwide gross of $1.8 billion. <gasps> no. Until it was surpassed by Avatar. Avatar. In total side note, feel free to cut this if you want. Okay. I just read about the new Avatar movie, which I have not seen yet. I haven't either. That when they were filming it, they went completely vegan on the cast because he said, I cannot justify making this movie about how we're destroying the planet and we're destroying these people's home and we're in here eating hamburgers well that's pretty cool like the man owns his shit i mean me too (laughs) don't get me wrong but i mean yeah that's awesome so i mean just kind of like that thought level and the detail that he went into with titanic did the same thing with avatar so he told somebody that the reason he made titanic is just because he wanted to go see the titanic like he was like that's the reason why he made the film and he ended up visiting the titanic underwater 12 times oh my god 12 times She's fine. Just laying on her blanket. She's fine. Oh, she's chewing on something. She has something, but I don't know what it... Oh, maybe it's just a string. I think it's a tag on the blanket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, River Phoenix was James Cameron's first choice to play Jack Dawson, but by the time the movie was made, he had died. And Leonardo DiCaprio had reached the age. Johnny Depp was offered the role. Oh. He turned it down, and he considers it one of his biggest regrets. Interesting. Can you imagine? I, I could see this with Johnny Depp yeah. at the time. Yeah, I, I could really too. could. Yeah. Um, and I could see it with River Phoenix. Uh-huh. But I think it would have been a much more, I, I do, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio brought kind of a uh, fun Yes, agree. That I don't know that River that, Phoenix would have done. Uh-uh. I think yeah. it would have been a little bit more. More serious. Serious, yes. Yeah, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio is amazing in it I, I i love him i do too and riley loves him yes. jamie's not such a fan like we watched once upon a time in hollywood last oh weekend. oh my god i love once i, th- upon I a mean time i don't know that there's much that i've seen him in that i'm like meh me like, neither I think he's great i do too even like well i mean e- even movies where 
you're not supposed to like him, like Wolf of Wolf Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, yes. I still loved him. Fucking love him. I know. Yeah. So I, I totally I mean, get that. I mean, my favorite is What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Do you? Really? That's my favorite Leo movie. Mm. Yes. But I, to your point, I love Shutter Island. Yeah. I, I mean, I there's... Yeah. I was watching The Great Gatsby just last uh, week, yeah. and I was like, God, I just really like Leonardo DiCaprio. So yeah. anyway, and you know, I don't love the fact that he keeps dating women that are like 15. Agreed. They're legal. I shouldn't say 15, they're legal, but barely. Yeah. Um, But, you know, honestly, if I could, you know. Yeah. And he doesn't want kids eh. and he doesn't, and he doesn't want like people to settle down with. And I guess that's the right age to date, but it's just going to get real. It's getting real fucking weird. It is. It is. Um, Christian Bale auditioned for the role of Jack Dawson, but was turned down because James Cameron didn't want two British actors playing the lead roles of two Americans. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, the studios wanted Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey to play Jack Dawson, oh. but James Cameron insisted on Leo. Yeah, no, I think he made the right choice. I think so too. Although I think Matthew McConaughey would have done great. Yeah, but I loved the fact that like Matthew's breakout role was dazed and confused. Oh, <laughs> me too. That's so God, that's awesome. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, eager to get the role of Rose, Kate Winslet sent James Cameron daily notes from England. Went to Los Angeles and kept phoning him. She finally, when he gave her the role, she sent him a rose with a text from your rose. (gasps) I love that. I know. Uh, Robert De Niro was offered the role of Captain Smith. Really? But he turned it down due to gastrointestinal infection at the time. And it was funny because we were watching, I was watching the movie last night Mm -hmm. when Mark got home. And he's like, is that Lord of the Rings? I was like, yes, it's the king of Rohan in Lord of the Rings. And he's like, oh my gosh. So that was just kind of interesting. And then Lindsay Lohan auditioned for the role of Cora Cartmel. Lohan, who was then unknown, was only eight years old at the time the casting took place. And she was the top choice for the role. But her bright red hair looked too much like Rose that James Cameron thought that people would get confused. Uh Uh-huh. Which I could understand that. Wow. I know. Um, okay, so one of the things you and I talked about yeah. was that this movie really hit different. It did. So my, I remembered it very much as a love story. Yes, I agreed. watched it this time and had a It t- was, I cried. Uh, it, like, it was devastating to me. And I, we all know the ending, yeah, let's be clear. A hundred percent. But it did hit me in many different ways. Like, I now have a favorite quote from it that I, at 18, I didn't give two shits. Like, I had just gotten out of high school when it came out in the theaters. You know what I mean? Right. I was not viewing it at that stage of my life the way I viewed it now. So, I agree. I, it was very... This time, it was more emotional yes. because I noticed the family so much more. Yes. But the one thing that I did notice, because, you know, Kate Winslet and um, Leonardo DiCaprio look back on it and they're like, the acting wasn't very good. And now that I'm going back and watching it, I was like, I could see why they think Uh that. Because I was like, they were just... They were young. And... I remember being really indignant on Rose's behalf, but then I watched it back and at least her first interaction with Leo DiCaprio, I'm like, you're a cunt. She's kind of a brat. Yeah. Yes. And he tells her that. And he tells yeah. her that. Yeah. And so. And she's not used to people in her life telling her that. For sure. Yeah. And I was like, good, good yes. for you, Leo yeah. DiCaprio. Like, yeah. I had a much, and maybe it's because we're very like, you know, there's the big class war going on now or whatever, but I was much more aware of like the third class versus the first class and all of that. And I was like, good for you, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Like, good job. Yeah. Um, So anyway, that was, you mentioned you have a favorite quote. I do. Okay. So this, the first scene that really got me, because I think it totally, I mean, I know it totally blew right over my head at 18 when I saw it, 
was when her and her mom, her mom is livid yes. about this situation with her and Jack. And she's tightening her corset. corset. Yep. And she says to her, you know, and they're having this whole conversation about how Rose's father's died. And they, like, she has to marry this flaming douchebag of a man yep. because he's wealthy. And this is the only way it's going to save their family. And, you know, they're having this back and forth about, you know, who's more selfish because yeah. she's asking Rose to do this. Rose doesn't think it's fair. Yeah. And the mother says, of course it's unfair. We're women. We're women. Our choices are never easy. And I literally said out loud, and they're never about just us. Yeah, no. Because we're women. Like that, and I like immediately teared up because, really? I mean, obviously I didn't. I obviously married Jamie Williams for all his millions. <laughs> but, you know, like nobody... I've never, I'm never going to be put in that position. My child's never going to be put in that position where you've got to save the fucking family yeah. and you have to marry Will because we grew up with this wealth. Your father fucking squandered it and I can't live in poverty as your mother. Like yes. you want to see me as a seamstress? That's literally what she says to her. But, but and I, it hit me so like. It did, but it pissed, wow. but it really pissed me off because oh, when yeah. she's like, do you want to see me as a seamstress? I feel like as women, yeah, you just get the fucking job done. Like yeah, that's, but, not, but wealthy women don't. I, I guess yeah. because like their men take care of them. When I, if I needed money, I went out and got a second goddamn job. No, not then. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like as women, not a lot of times you don't have a choice. No, either no. you just have to get it done. Yeah. How many times have you been at the end of the day been like? You know, God, I I'm didn't do fucking exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I didn't do yeah. anything for myself today. Yeah. And people talk about self-care and they're like, oh, you need to take time for self-care. When? when? At 11 o'clock at night? When? Yeah. I'm sorry. I am passed the fuck out at yeah. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And if you're telling me sleeping is my self-care, like, great. But yeah. I, I just, these this whole idea, to your point of you know, we, we hardly ever get to make our own decisions. Yeah. They're like, never just about us. They're never about us because we, you, you, it's not a choice. No. Like at least that's how I've always thought of it is yeah. like, Oh, well I need money to pay bills. I get I another make, goddamn job. Exactly. Cause every decision I make impacts someone I love in my life. For sure. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. And so it's never just about us. So for her mom to be like, do you want me to handle it? To be a it? seamstress? You want to see me as a seamstress? Yes. Yeah. Get see, to work. I'm getting ready to marry some guy that is going to beat me. Yeah. And it's going to be fucking horrible to me. Yeah. And then you're going to expect me to have kids with him. That's right. Although, I will say, <laughs> Billy Zane, <laughs> I love him. Do you? Oh, God. God. I hated him as much this time around as I did the first two times I so saw So here's my thing. <laughs> or because, I should say his character. Yes. To your point. Yeah, like, he plays that character well, though. He does. And to, to, to your point, like, men at that time, so we know that he got pissed at her and threw the table, yeah, when right? Yeah, the accident. But yeah. he's pissed because she, she, he won't give, he, she won't cave to him. That's, and she, but he knows she's fucking around on him. Uh-huh. She's fucking around on him. Uh-huh. He gets pissed and throws the table. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be like a sympathizer here with yeah. an abuser. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if my husband is cheating on me. There will be more than tables thrown. Yes. A hundred percent. He was angry from the very beginning because she wouldn't give her heart to him. He, uh, she absolutely. Was, she was refusing to yield to him. And he is not somebody that's used to someone doing that. Well, especially because, I mean, he could tell she only wanted him for his money. Right. So it's just a fucked up situation yes. altogether. Yes. And it might be because he has those soulful deep eyes. 
But I'm just saying. Like, and her mother made it real easy to hate her again at the end. Fuck yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zane. Yeah. Oh, my God. I tell you what. So most people know my husband is bald. Yeah. Um, And, like, I feel like Billy Zane was the guy that started my love of the bald man. Really? What was he bald in? Was it the mummy that he was bald in with the heavy eyeliner? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. Okay. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, justify an abuser, but I'm just saying that if, you know, yeah, if my husband's fucking around on me, good luck to him. So speaking of lines, the movie's line, I'm the king of the world. Yes. Was ad-libbed by Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. It was voted as the number four of 100 greatest movie lines by Premier Magazine in 2007. Really? It was also voted as the 100th movie quote of the American Film Institute. Really? I was surprised. I'm shocked that it was ad-libbed because it was such a perfect I know, but it cracks me up because I, so you guys know I love The Office. Oh, yeah. And when- they do the booze cruise. Michael gets on the oh, front. Oh, yeah. I'm the king of the world. Yes. And I always crack up. Yes. <laughs> yes. So anyway, yeah. So it's, it's a very well-known line. Uh, even though the film brought them great fame, both Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet are now embarrassed by their performances in the film. Winslet called it her Amer- called her American accent awful and feels that her acting could have been better, while DiCaprio called himself a young punk in this film. Oh, I'm surprised. I feel like they're very harsh on themselves. I do too. And in all fairness, like now it's kind of neat because as I was reading about Titanic, mm-hmm. they became like really good friends where they, oh, did they, they really? text each other all the oh, time. That's awesome. Because, you know, um, Kate Winslet <clears throat> has said he'll, she'll never work for James Cameron again because oh. it was such an intense experience. She had so many bruises on her body that the makeup department would take pictures so that if they had to make bruises for other people, they had a picture of a real life. Oh my God. She, um, chipped a bone in her elbow. Like, holy shit. They all just, I mean, they got bashed around from this Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, when they're doing the bench against the, yes, the gate throughout his shoulder. Like it was a extremely intense physical film that caused them a lot of, of issues. The other thing is, you know, speaking of women and Mm -hmm. the decisions we make, Mm -hmm. um, Kate Winslet was the only one that didn't wear a wetsuit because she had to wear her dress. Her dress. So all the rest of them got to wear a wetsuit in the water, but she had to wear a dress. Oh my God. Isn't that suck? Yeah. Cause Um, she's wearing layers. Yes. Cause it's the time. Yeah. It's the time. Oh my God. Um, no, don't go under there. Betty, don't go under there. You're going to get in trouble. Don't. <laughs> She's going to mess this up and get me mad. Um, Gloria Stewart was the one that played old Rose. Okay. She was 86 at the time, um, but they had to put makeup on her to get her to be 100. She actually died in 2010 at 100. Oh, my God. That's so cute. I know. I thought it was cute, too. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then this is about you and I. Oh, God. So for those of you who don't know. Nicole and I went to New York City together. Yes. We had a fabulous time. Yes. And one of my favorite memories was we went to Macy's in New oh. York City and rode the wooden <laughs> oh, elevator. We sure did. And got drunk. Just we got sure did in the middle drunk. of the day, In the guys. middle of the day, we got drunk at Macy's in New York City, yes, and it was fabulous. and everyone should do it. 100%. At least once in their life. 100%. But <laughs> the elderly couple sitting on the bed. Yes. In the movie. That dies together. They die together. Yes. 
They were representative of the owners of Macy's in New York City. <gasps> really? Rosalie and Isidore Strauss. Oh, the Strauss. Okay, yeah. yes. Apparently, in real life, Rosalie was offered a seat on the lifeboat and said, I refuse to leave my husband. <gasps> She's the one that actually, the the line that Rose says, where you go, I go. Uh-huh. It was attributed to her. Exactly. Really? I thought that was just. That's so sweet. So I will tell you. Ugh, well, you're going to get in trouble. I will tell you that that scene is the one I think gets you. that got mm-hmm. me the most mm-hmm. because, and I've thought about this before, if something yeah. were to happen, I would want all of my family with me yes. and all of us to go together. Yes. I would not want to, to separate. Separate. Yeah. I don't think I could have taken AJ, gotten, Mm-mm. the only reason why I would have done that is for AJ's sake yeah. But I don't know that I could have left Mark and been like, I hope I see you someday. Right. And and knowing that first of all they weren't even filling the boats entirely. Oh, 100%. Because the because Rose's mom was perfect example of that. I mean, I hope they separate us by class. Yeah. Cuz she didn't want to get in a goddamn lifeboat with somebody from, you know, the E what was it? E compartment or whatever, whatever they called it. Whatever it was, the, yeah. The bottom of the boat. The, the poor people. Yes. She didn't want to be in a fucking lifeboat. Like, the boat is going down, yeah. and you're worried about sitting by somebody that is not at your class level. Exactly. Get over yourself. Yep. But, yeah, like, and yet I know my husband, and he would have physically thrown us in a fucking boat. I, I think, like, get the fuck off I the boat. I think Mark would, too. You know what I mean? And but he would have guilted me with, you have to make sure AJ survives. survives. Yes. And I would have been like, Jamie okay, the same thing. I, I, I yeah. have to make sure that that happens. Yes. But I just, like, I don't. And yet there was no guarantee when they got in those lifeboats that any of them were going to survive. Absolutely not. There not. was no guarantee. And that's all provided we were wealthy. No shit. That we weren't already drowning in E compartment because they locked the fucking gates on us right. and we couldn't get up to the top. You That's, know what I mean? Yep. A hundred percent. Um, the collision with the iceberg. Yeah. Lasted 37 seconds. That's the exact amount of time in the film that the, that it lasts. Yes. Wow. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Like I will tell it seems you, like it goes on forever and a hundred percent. It seems like it goes on so yeah. long and it was eye opening. Like, that to me was the coolest part of the whole film was seeing what it would have been like if you were standing on the deck and like a piece, a chunk of ice fell down and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I found that to be absolutely enthralling because I just, I was, you can't think about what was it like for the people? Cause I imagine like, Oh, the, the boat shook or whatever. Right. But to actually see it on the screen and see how it worked, I was like, Oh my God, this is insane. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. During the part where Rose and Jack are on the bow of the ship and Rose says, I'm flying, Jack. Uh-huh. The sunset was not CGI. Really? I know. James Cameron is well known for a CGI. So this was a surprise to everyone in the industry. But apparently they, they created the set to be right next to the water. Okay. And they did it outside. They tried... For like 10 nights to get oh my God. a picture with the sunset, but it was cloudy like every single night. Mm. They finally got like one moment with the sunset wow. and it was blurry. Oh God. But they had to keep it because it was the only decent sunset. And James Cameron said, I don't think I could have gotten a CGI sunset like that. Wow. I know. I was like, that's interesting. That is interesting. Um... It was only after the script was finished that James Cameron discovered that there had been a real Jay Dawson. 
Oh. He died aboard the Titanic. He, he was a trimmer. His name was actually Joseph Dawson, who had been born in September in Dublin, Ireland. His body was salvaged and buried at Fairview Lawn Cemetery in Nova Scotia with many other Titanic victims, which I didn't realize that. It did not dawn on me, like, what did they do with the bodies? Yeah. But I guess that a lot of them are buried here in Nova Scotia. Interesting. I figured they just had burials at sea. That's what I thought. I mean. I'm going to guess Mark's home. Yeah, let's hope. Good luck to us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because we're <laughs> podcasting, so you're just going to murder us while we're doing while this. While we're on the air. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did too. I thought it would be considered yeah. like a burial at sea. Yeah. But apparently a lot of the, the bodies were salvaged and they were buried in Nova Scotia. Interesting. I, I don't... That's got... So... His gravestone, which is number 227 there, is the most widely visited in the cemetery now. And I'm sure that's because, oh, the, because movie. of the movie. yeah. Right. But I just think that's so crazy. That is. Um, okay. This. So you were talking earlier about James Cameron and his level of detail. Yeah. The scene of Rose looking through the corridors for Jack. Mm-hmm. The water used was from the Pacific Ocean at their Baja, California, Mexico set. The water was so cold... That when Rose gasps when she first dives in the water. It's legit. It was legit. That's oh her actual God. reaction to the frigid really? ocean water. Isn't that cool? So then the, probably the same thing when they were, when she's floating on the door. So. Is that the same, like? I, so that was in a big tub. And but the that, water was cold, don't you was, think? I'm sure I mean, they literally look like they're in pain. Yes. So what they did was they added wax and they had to use this agent that would crystallize when it hit the water. But the water had to be cold enough to cause it to crystallize. Oh, my God. I guess James Cameron threatened to fire anybody that left the tub. So people kept peeing in the tub. Ew. It's, that was just one of the things I read. I mean, you're only warm for like two seconds and then it's now you're just also in cold pee. Right. Gross. Ew. <laughs> No wonder she was on the door and like, fuck you, Jack. There's not room for two. 